As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Taylor. Did you hear? Marvin Dog Media has a Patreon page. That's awesome. What's that? Well, I'm glad you asked. Patreon is a way for our listeners to help us continue producing the shows we like to record that they like to listen to. That's that's what I thought. But just for the people who don't know, how does that work? Well, it's actually pretty simple. You go to patreon.com forward slash Marvin Dog Media and you can pledge as little as a dollar a month. All the proceeds go towards expenses like web hosting, bandwidth, equipment, you know, all the stuff that we need to keep talking toys on a weekly basis. On the first of the month, you get charged whatever you pledged, and it comes to us to help us keep the lights on. Sweet! Do patrons get anything in return? Of course! We're not in nothing for something mode here. Every pledge level has rewards. Starting at two bucks a month, they'll get access to bonus shows along with a mention in the show notes each week. The rewards increase from there all the way up to a co-hosting gig on a show of their choice and artwork by you. Nice. I knew I was going to end up drawing something at some point. I can't wait. Me either. So now everyone knows where to go, and if they forget, they can just check the show notes, the website, or the Facebook page. And if they still can't find it, they can just email us and we'll show them how. Patreon.com forward slash Marvin Dog Media. Helping Taylor and Jeff to keep talking toys. Welcome to Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff, where we go back in time to discuss our favorite toys, one toy line at a time. Hello and welcome to Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff, action figure exclusive. Uh, I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeff, and we're here to talk about uh, a figure that is sure to uh, inspire thrills and chills. We're talking about an old pasty gray guy. We're talking about the Imperial Dignitary. But before we get into all of that, we'd like to take a moment to thank all of our Patreon supporters, including Oliver Sanders, Gary Rickleman, Heather Jaworski, Cajun Baz, Steve Chu, Seth Zalaji, Laird Henderson, Dario Lorenzetto, Wade Burton, Christopher Sheets, Jared Hart, Pamela Johnston, And Mr. Matt Moore. Thank you so much for your support. We literally could not do this without you. Thank you. So let me ask you this, Taylor. Yeah. Why did Kenner think we needed an Imperial Dignitary, but not Grand Moff Tarkin? Ooh, man, that's a tough one. You know, it's weird because the the Imperial Dignitaries, there's actually six of them. 
and they are they are remnants of the um of the old republic high council that have been trained as politicians and and thinkers and they kind of help maintain the emperor and and the goings on of what he's doing to make sure he's within the law okay Taylor, have you ever asked a question and then immediately re- regretted asking it? <laughs> nope. And so... Oh, I'm sure you haven't. So let me stop you right there uh, because uh, I'm, I'm already tired. <laughs> really? Yeah, there, there is no good reason. Uh, the Imperial Dignitary came out in 1985 on the Power of the Force card. Uh, came with no accessories. No weapons, no accessories. No nothing. Uh, I have one, obviously. Uh, did you ever have one of these? I never did. Never even saw one. Honestly, um, I'm the only person I know who ever had one. Yeah. And I guarantee you, I got it because it was the only one on the rack that day <laughs> on the peg that I didn't already have. Right. Much like the Rancor Keeper. Oh, dear. Um, so, uh, yeah, so you never had this guy. Um, the uh, apparently there there are no major variations, but uh, according to Rebel Scum, it's one of the hardest it is easily the hardest figure to find in perfect condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Imperial dignitary's head is not molded in a flesh colored plastic and sports a painted face. Unlike other figures with painted faces, however, the figure's head was molded in a dark colored plastic purple that only accentuated paint wear when it would occur. So especially his nose, you'd see the purple uh, shining through there. And I figure you probably love this figure. I'm surprised you don't have one because he's all purple. I, I don't have one. Um, E E man got yours and he, he really likes them. He, uh, he puts them with the emperor all the time. So when he's got his, all of his Imperial troops together, that's the guy that he kind of treats as another commander helping out Emperor Palpatine. So he, he actually likes them a lot, but yeah, the, the color variation of that purple molded plastic with the red, it's more kind of like a, it's almost like a vermilion, like a red orange. It's very vibrant. It really is. It's very cool. It's one of the things I do like about this figure. Uh, let's talk about the card back first. The card back, of course, it's the power of the force card back, which we don't like as well. The picture's smaller. He looks like a vampire. Looks like Nosferatu in this photo, yes. doesn't he? Yes. And pretty much all of them did. I mean, they, they all have different looks, but they're all very, very hell with a lot of kind of darkening around the eyes old white guys in charge and again even in a galaxy far far away yep. <laughs> yep um it's a really really cool design um and and i really do like it uh i do kind of wish that they had done something with it at least with the front to give it a little bit of texture so it's not just smooth right that's the only part of this that feels sort of tossed off or, or tossed bit, aside yeah. rather but but again you do have some nice uh seam work uh, going around the top and and a, around the edges and everything so i can kind of let that slide um his face is is really interesting to me because they've given him those high sunken in cheekbones like you would have if you were a really old guy mm-hmm. and he's got this pasty gray skin and are his eyes like green they're sort green. of greenish blue no, yeah. they're, they're just a, they're a type of green it's kind of more like an olive color but yeah they are they're green um and they've it's cool because the way that they've sculpted down the the eyelids themselves that makes the eyes look sunk in so it it can Completes that look of like features of this face being sunk in with the cheeks and then the eyes being sunk in as well. 
it's pretty cool. So like when you look at it and you see the, the green eyes on the sunken in lid portions, it's, it's very striking. It is. It's creepy is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, why do you suppose they, they went to the trouble of painting his eyes like that? Cause they haven't really done that very much in the past. I don't probably to have it stand out instead of doing the black, um, just to, to have something that stands out. I think black might've just been too harsh. This feels a little more muted. It, it feels like it kind of blends a little bit better. Um, you know, the, the thing with, with black and purple is that, you know, they, they're close in tone. So if you're wanting the eyes to stand out, you, you need to find another color in the palette that that'll work. Yeah. And it was a very good idea. Cause like I said, it makes them look creepy and sickly and just otherworldly. Mm-hmm. And then I really liked what they've done with those sunken in cheeks. We haven't really seen that much uh, in the star Wars figures. And then his nose is sculpted really well. And then we've got his, his mouth closed. This guy looks like my granddad, my grandfather. Mm. Uh, really, honestly, because uh, he's got that, you know, he's got that his his jawline is sort of square, yeah, but not really sharp, not chiseled. It's just he's just jowled. he just says, yeah. yeah. And uh, and then he's got, you know, his, his lips are just sort of pursed. So it's a really, really I, I feel like they did a really good job with this. And I even like the fact that uh, around his neck, like behind his jaw, mm-hmm. they've they've sculpted in some wrinkles into his skin. Yeah, and and even even where the skin sags and has a little bit of billowing uh, underneath the jaw, like they put all that detail in. It's pretty. It's it's pretty spot on. It's a good head sculpt. It really is. Uh, like I said, you know, we didn't get an accessory with this one, but they really did a bang up job on on everything else. So uh, moving down from there, we've got. Uh, you were talking about this sort of. Um, it's it's red, sort of a red orange. Looks like a large ascot. I guess it's just supposed to be like a tunic that he's wearing under his robes. Yeah, it, it's it's hard to tell. Um, it's hard to tell. I did find one picture here where it looks like he's got it's got a red robe that crosses on each side and has like a, a small like light fabric robe underneath his oversized tunic on the top. And it's in that red material. So it does look like an, an inner tunic or a shirt. Yeah. And, and, and again, really nice fold work there that they did. Cause it's, it's sort of, you can tell it's sort of just kind of tucked in. Um, there's wrinkles all over it. Um, and you can tell that there's one side folded over the other. And I like the way they've got it bunched up at that fold. Mm-hmm. Really? It looks like a, it looks like a large ascot to me. That's why I, what I keep going back to. He's, he's the, um, He's the the old general for Megaforce. Yes, <laughs> yes, and then uh, and then from there we have um, uh, all all around we've got the this this tunic that um, is this all supposed to be one piece or is it supposed to be like so? What I'm thinking about specifically is these these things that drape down in front of the tunic that look like it looks like a sash that he's wearing. Mm-hmm. Like one of those infinity scarves, like a long infinity scarf that's folded over itself. Yes. And if you go around the back, it looks like it does the same thing back there. Is that what that is? It's supposed to be a, a separate piece of fabric. Yes, and it's um, it's very reminiscent of, and I'm trying to remember what they're called when you graduate and you're within honors and you've got that sash. Oh, uh, yeah, it's 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 a sash or a, a a banner of some sort. Yeah, I know what you're talking it, about, though. It 
really like looking at the the photo of the character. That's what it reminds me. Of. It comes. I think down you're right. over the top, and then even in the back, and it comes together, and it's just like some sort of like sash to show this this kind of um, dignitary look. Like I'm an important person. Da, da, da. Here's my incredibly over the top sash to show just how important I am. That's kind of what it looks like. <laughs> and and it's interesting that they didn't even like do any kind of gradation in the color let like mm-hmm. make it a darker or a lighter purple to make it stand out a little bit i think that would have been something that i would have preferred on this one well the only thing is is looking at their source material it it, it doesn't look like they had one yeah everything is very very muted it's all the colors are the same on the robe except for the interior robe which is you know red and the outer robe is actually kind of this you know very dulled toned out magenta kind of a, a red purple so it's not even as bright as the Kenner toy and that's it nothing else has been changed even as far as color so it right i think they're working with exactly kind of what what they've been giving as far as an image well then i blame the costume designer yeah. um so it, it hangs over his his uh, his robe and in the back let's talk about the back there's not a whole lot of detail on the back except right down where it would go around like his uh, his uh, belt comes around. You can kind of see it's bunched up there. Mm-hmm. But I find it interesting that there is a, a definite gap between the legs and his waist. You don't see that a whole lot. And I'm wondering if we're only seeing it here because the colors are so dark against this blue background on Rebel Scum. I could see that. Um, on the front... Um, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, it's... <sighs> On the front, it's not quite so bad. I know. Well, let me rephrase. Well, the front that. you've it got is. the front you've got where where the robe folds over itself. You've got some really good uh, fold work there, and on the outside of the sash, you've got some fold work as well, where it goes into that um, into that belt. And yeah, you can definitely see the gap there as well. Yeah, and even even at the crotch section into the legs, there's still a big gap there, and it's weird because it feels like the legs don't fit correctly to this figure and the arms also don't pair up that well right that it's 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 weird because it's you know the design of the figure is they they, obviously somebody put a lot of thought into it but they didn't didn't bother to make it fit together and again i wonder if it's just because it's so dark if it was a lighter color it may not be that but, but but we've had situations like this with other figures and not had nearly this much of an issue true so i don't know what's going on here um so that that's the front and back of it. Uh, his arms, again, he's got these very long flowing sleeves with a lot of really good fold work there. They're almost almost wrinkled off from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you if you hold his arms out straight, you can see that they they droop down below his hands, and his hands have these like black gloves, but yep. you can only really see them from like the knuckle down. You can't really see the the the, the tops of his palms. Yeah, I, I see that now. Yeah. And I I really like that because that's, again, that's kind of what we've, we've seen. You can kind of see this guy with the, with his hands folded in front of him, sort of in his hands disappearing into his robes as he's walking along, being very regal and everything. Nice. It, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely fits the part. The, um, I will say this. The left arm on the folds, especially mm-hmm. bunched up around the elbow don't feel as solid as the the right arm like i feel like the right arm has a a heavier makes a little more sense yeah it has a, a heavier uh space and like time like where it you look at it, go okay this is 
this looks real, whereas the left arm feels a little pushed or forced. It looks arbitrary. Yeah, the, yeah the, they're, they're there, but they're like, there's why would it be bunched like that? Right. That's a very good point. Because on on the right on the right arm, you can kind of see up above his elbow, there uh, the, the 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 folds are sort of swooping down into the elbow, and below the elbow, they're sort of swooping out away from it. Um, and his his left arm is not curved as much, so there's really no need for there to be any. Really, in all actual in all honesty, it should probably just be draped over his arm and be smoother going right. down. Don't you think? I do. I I, I agree with you on that one. Uh, and even on the, if you look at the back of his arms, there's there's some bunching up at the shoulders, but then down at the bottom, the right arm has a little more. Uh, the right arm looks more like what I would expect the left arm to look like. Yeah, because it's just sort of swooped more a little bit. And the and the fold work on that that right arm too, like where it folds out and billows on the back of the arm, is beautifully rendered. And the left is just it's a little more static. It's it doesn't have quite a, a dynamic look to it. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're right. You're right. And uh, so from there, we go down to the legs. And this is where Kenner has really done some something new here. Uh, whereas with like Bib Fortuna and the emperor, the legs were, if, if you, they, they made it. So it was like they were wearing a pantsuit. You yeah. know, we told, we joked about that with both of those. And if you, if you move one leg in front of the other, it's smooth. The, in, the inside of the leg is smooth. Whereas this guy, they've actually textured folds into it. So it almost is like he's wearing a pantsuit. You see where I'm ta- what I'm talking about, oh, where yeah, they're, yeah, they're sort the of folds and it's draped and everything. I do. Why? Why would they have done that? Because they did the same <laughs> thing with Anakin Skywalker. Why do you suppose they decided to do that here? I think it's they were just trying to to find a new method to do it. I mean, it's interestingly enough, there's there's no feet sculpted down, so there's there's nothing to indicate right. that that there's feet in there. But I think they were just wanting to give it this idea that when it the legs kick out from one another, it has some flow to it. And I mean, it works on that level. And I guess in a way it actually makes sense because in a way, if he were walking, this is sort of what it would look like to someone who wasn't 
really paying that close of attention. It looks like fabric that's just sort of billowing as he's walking. Yeah. So if you're not seeing any depth to it, you're just seeing you're just seeing that his robe is is uh, flowing and and swishing as he's walking. Uh, swishing is the right word, but um, I think that's the right word. But they did this. It's the same thing with both, and uh, they're they're almost identical in the way that they're they're folded in there. You've got you know it comes in comes out to a it basically like you've got a wave in it. It goes uh, down, up, down, and then back up uh, at the at the back, and the the fold lines on it going all the way down they look like curtains. Uh mm-hmm. what do you think about these? Do you, do these do these work for you? They work for me. I mean again, we're we're talking about someone who has this tunic style dress that's long and drags on the floor. It's like to me it it works. It it makes sense. I, I agree. It works for me as well. Um and the back even has some even more dramatic folds in it, I feel like. Um and it's interesting that the right side if you're looking at the back, the right leg has like a more distinct fold in it than the left side. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that is is meant to indicate. I don't you know, know if he's, if he's leaning one way or the other or, or, or what, you know, I, I don't know. Cause you figure these would be close to one another, but there is that difference in a few folds here and there that it makes them different. You know, I don't know why they did it. Um, it, it's it interesting. Keeps it asymmetrical, so it keeps it to where you know we obviously know that this looks more like fabric because it's not, it's not exact. It, yeah, and, and you're right, and it, it, it's 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 asymmetrical, but it's still balanced. We talked about that before, and that's something Kenner does really well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and again, we don't we have no no um no accessories to discuss. So one thing I did want to talk about is, uh, the, uh, the hands, his arms. So when he puts his arms both outstretched, you've got the, the hand sticking out, his finger sticking out, and then everything around it, the rest of the, the sleeve around it is solid. That is jarring to me. I think I would have preferred that they scoop that in a little bit, even if, even just a little bit, not, you don't have to like make it disappear, but scoop it in a little bit to make it look like there's a little bit of a, of uh, of some air there. Do you feel the same way or does it work for you the way they've done it? It doesn't work for me. And actually it doesn't work for me. Um, not only because of the, the way it, it kind of scoops down. It's like, I understand that the sleeve is covering a big portion of the hand, but this is one of those instances where you could have pulled that sleeve back a little bit, maybe even had a functioning hand on one of the hands so it could hold something. Um, but as of right now, I can't do anything but Superman. And those those hands, because <laughs> you know, they're both you know controller hands, so they, I guess if you put them on the Death Star, he can you know palm at different. No, he's Zeke Hyland. That's Zeke what he's doing. He's the Emperor's dignitary. He's oh. Zeke Hyland. But yeah, I kind of there's a part of me that kind of wishes that they would have pulled the sleeve back a little bit to expose maybe just right up to the thumb and had you know the thumb and the forefinger sculpted so he could hold something. I agree. It, it's 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 bizarre. Mm-hmm. They put so much work into the rest of this. It's it's bizarre that they didn't. And I know we've seen that before, but somehow this just seems a little more pronounced than it has uh, in with other figures. Yeah. So, okay. Well, again, folks, that's that's it with this figure. There's no there's no uh, accessories to start to talk about. So, uh, Taylor, what is your favorite feature about this toy? My favorite feature comes down to that head sculpt. I love like the the way that they've got all the little features within the base set. Like I really, really dig that sculpting a lot. 
it's good. It's creepy. Um, my favorite thing, uh, other than the dish, the color of the figure itself, the 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 purple and the and the red, those eyes, those green eyes, yeah. are just really creepy. And it's something you don't really think about as a kid. Uh, you know, it sort of a, it hits you on a subconscious level, but as an adult, when you start looking at it and you realize that's what they've done, uh, I I don't know about you, but I have a lot more appreciation for it. Yeah, I do too. So. What is your least favorite feature about this toy? Uh, the hands. Well, okay. Can I have a tie on this one? Sure. Okay. It's been a while. You're allowed. <laughs> Besides for the hands, the other least favorite thing is the gap in the legs to the body. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. I feel like they could have covered that up ver- fairly easily. Yeah. That really that really bothers me. Yeah, blocked it off. I, I don't know. That's weird. Um, for me, it... You know, now that you brought it up, I think for me, it's that left arm, the folds on that left arm that look really sort of arbitrary. Yeah. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's a little, they're a little weird. Yeah. What best exemplifies the Kenner line with this toy for you? I think for me on this one, it's, it's accuracy of character. You know, like again, I say, I feel like I say it all the time, but we're getting sculpting of a particular figure or person based on some pictures they got in there. They're basically nailing it where you look at this and you can tell that that's the character that you see on screen. Like it's the, the plastic counterpart really reads as what they were going for. And for me, it's the, the, uh, the color mm-hmm. Kenner's always like right on with their colors for the most parts. Hang on. And this one is no exception. The you know that the and again I know that uh, they were just using you know what the, what they had been given, but I think they did a really good job matching the purple with that that red that we get with it. Yeah, I agree. It's a really good combo, and that coupled with the gray that they chose for the face and the green for the eyes. It's just a really striking figure to be as lame of a character as it is. Uh, it's a really striking figure. Yes. I and agree. it's one that I think I appreciate more as an adult than I ever did as a kid. Yep. And most, most adults do. Yeah. This is the one that I had in my collection just because I needed to complete the collection. Right. <laughs> kind of like the rancor keeper. So, uh, is this toy cool? Uh, it can be. It's not really one that I'm I'm going and looking for. I think it, the Imperial Dignitary, if you've got a background on them and and you've got some fun facts and you're really into the Emperor having his aides on like the Lambda class shuttle, then sure he he works in really well with it and he's cool. But I think just on his own, he's he's a little lame. It's borderline for me. Uh, had they given him an accessory of some sort, like a you know a. Uh a staff of some, why wouldn't they have given him like a staff or a pointer or something? I, I mean, nothing he could do with it. He can't hold it or, but they, well, they could have, they would have sculpted his hand so that he could hold it. Taylor. That's my point. What if, what about even having like just a little control panel thing, like a, a stand-up control panel piece that he could work on? Because when we see them, they're, they're down in the pit of the throne room working on different control panels. It would make sense to have them with that. And then to have his hands where it's almost like, you know, tapping on a keyboard in a way like it, it makes sense that his hands would be like that the way that they're sculpted. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, he does, he does fall just on this side of cool for me, uh, but again, it's borderline. 
but he's just just barely cool. And it's mostly due to that that design, the color scheme and everything. Yeah. So there you have it, folks. There's our uh, our discussion on the Imperial Dignitary. We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, and if you have one in your collection, I want to see if the nose is, is, is uh, scraped up. So head to the Facebook page and let us know. Until next time, for Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff, action figure exclusive. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeff. And remember, they're not dolls. They're action figures. Very well-dressed action figures. Extremely. Very natally dressed. I need a hat like that. No, you don't. (laughs) Good night, folks. Thank you for listening. For more episodes of this show or other Marvin Dog Media productions, go to marvindogmedia.com to stream or download the shows or to subscribe via iTunes. Email us at marvindogmedia at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at marvindogmedia. Follow us on Pinterest at pinterest.com forward slash marvindogmedia. This podcast has been a production of Marvin Dog Media, all rights reserved. How many times can we say Marvin Dog Media? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.